1: Big tech carries the market once again without the five stocks responsible for most of the market's gains. The S&P would just be up one and a half percent this year instead of nine. Deirdre Bosa has more in today's tech check. If you broaden that out, Deirdre, then the market's down for the year. Right. Or you could call it the magnificent seven, the five, the fang. Much
0: has been made, is being made of tech's massive performance, outperformance this year. Turns out that 2022 was just a breather. Now, take your pick of historical milestones as well. U.S. tech's largest relative outperformance versus the S&P since January 1970 levels. It's the widest year to date gap between the Nasdaq and the Dow Industrial since the Nasdaq launched in 1971. Carl mentioned that one. And what about the concentration? Now, the rally uh, has been led by Sarah said five, but broaden that up to seven stocks, the mega caps that are driving the generative AI boom. They now account for 29% of the market cap of the S&P 500, 60% of the NASDAQ 100. JP Morgan said last month that the U.S. stock rally has been driven by the narrowest leadership in a rising stock market since 1990. Dig a little deeper, and it's also semis as a sector. The SMH is up more than 40% this year. If you thought the Nasdaq was good, that makes the Nasdaq's 25% move look tame. Take Broadcom. This is a stock that Mizuho says has gone parabolic off Gen AI investor FOMO to find the next Nvidia. Um, (laughs) The firm also notes AVGO Broadcom is not GPUs. That is the most popular type of chip for this shift, and It will not be guiding up next quarter revenues by 50% like Nvidia did, but Broadcom's technology and IP is key. For the megacaps building out their large their own large language models and AI systems and their own custom silicon. So the guide may not be there, but analysts say that if CEO Hawk Tan can play at Broadcom's broader role on the conference call tonight, the run could be justified. It could even go further. Even so, there is some cold water being thrown on that tech rally today with Salesforce and CrowdStrike reports. You guys were just talking about them, reminding investors that the macro backdrop is still tough, and enterprise spend, even by the tech giants, is more disciplined despite the AI boom. You know, listening to Nikesh Arora a few moments ago, Dee, uh, just talk about uh, the tech intensity of spending. It's sort of what Adela's been preaching for a very long time, that uh, the economy will get more and more concentrated in terms of how much we spend on tech. And this AI is just, just one more
1: chapter in that very long story.
0: Absolutely. And I want to go back to sort of that chart that I showed you at the beginning. It tells you what happens after we've seen this relative outperformance. Tech typically takes a breather. But when you listen to people like Nikesh Jaroor, like Satya Nadella, like Sundar Pichai, like so many people here in the Bay Area... This could continue because if you believe that this generative AI shift is going to be bigger than the Internet, that leadership may just yeah. expand. It may be, continue to be tech, maybe not the names that we think it's going to be, but it will continue to be tech as it sort of weaves itself into every single part
1: of our lives with this shift. Well, that, and that was my biggest takeaway, actually, from the interview is that this is a long term story. It's not it, it's hard to. Hard to keep that in mind sometimes when you're following these stock moves, and the Wall Street like now want to see profits yeah. and revenues coming from AI.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you look historically, right, Sarah? And there's been different sectors that have led the markets that it markets have been concentrated in, but it has been technology. For over a decade now, and it doesn't show any signs of abating. Um, But I was listening to Bill Gates a few weeks ago. He was here in San Francisco um, at an AI conference, and he was saying there's a 50-50 chance that the biggest companies in the world are going to be the ones that we already know, like a Microsoft, and a 50% chance Mm -hmm. that it could be companies, the incumbents that are coming up like an open AI. There's some skepticism, though, because that
1: size, that scale is really important in that shift because it's all about the data you own. The hottest thing in the market these days are the semi-stocks, especially those benefiting from AI. We all recall NVIDIA's huge beat last week and their sharply higher guidance helped the shares jump 24% to briefly cross a trillion dollars in market cap. 24 hours, similar story with Marvell, surging 32% after beating on the top and bottom lines and also forecasting a big uptick in AI revenue over the next three years. So now it's Broadcom's turn. The chipmaker rallied in sympathy with its peers last week, but is the bar now too high as it gears up to report? That's the subject of today's tech check with Deirdre Bosa. Where is the bar, Deirdre?
0: It is so high, Kelly, we can't even see it. So that's what Broadcom is essentially walking into today. Let me just tell you how high that bar is. Look at the stock action year-to-date, but also over the last month. One Wall Street firm called its surge parabolic because it's just investors wanting to jump on this sort of FOMO generative AI hype cycle. Can it deliver? I mean, that's a good question because this is a compelling AI name, but it's not as obvious a play as an NVIDIA. But then again, nobody really comes close to NVIDIA, which makes the GPUs that are so popular for this shift. What Broadcom has going for it is it partners with a lot of the big tech companies that are gonna be making their own AI chips. So maybe, Kelly, you wanna call Broadcom AI adjacent, so not quite as obvious as an NVIDIA with a very high bar to clear. Um, Mizuho actually this morning had an interesting concept of an AI tourist investor. They think that they're getting something that is sort of an AI pure play. But when you look into Broadcom's financials, it actually still gets a lot of its revenue from some of those slower growth end markets like networking as well as software and storage. Um, So how is it going to play with those investors that think they're getting more of a perp? pure play, but may not. May have to wait a little bit longer for that AI
1: shift to become more obvious and, and bleed through in the numbers. That's a great point. Wayne Branch this morning was also saying, you know, maybe Salesforce is indicative of the fact that just because you mention artificial intelligence doesn't mean your stock's going to benefit. And I'm not saying Broadcom doesn't have a legitimate business there, yeah. but, you know, do investors want to hear more, more detail, more granularity, more, you know, more dollars?
0: Yeah. I, and that's exactly what NVIDIA did, right? It said that this shift isn't just happening in the future, it's happening right now. And they're gonna be booking the dollars and cents that show that it's happening right now. And that is a high bar for basically anyone else to achieve except NVIDIA because it is the picks and shovels of this shift. We've talked about this before, Kelly, a lot over the last few weeks, but, you know, the chip makers are really at the first phase of this generative AI shift. So over the coming weeks and months, we're going to find out who's really there and who isn't. And earnings gives us a good view of that. But even there was some cold water thrown on Marvell. I mean, it ha- it's anticipating booking those gains on the back of this AI shift, but it's not quite there yet in the same way that NVIDIA is. You could look at other aspects of Broadcom, though. It's operating margins that That are superb, above 60%. That's reason to buy. But again, we go back to that idea of tourist investors, AI tourist investors. Are they buying it just for the AI? Or are they interested
1: in other things like those slower end markets that are doing pretty well too? Absolutely. A lot of turnover in these shares lately. Deirdre, thank you. We look forward to seeing more in those results tonight. Deirdre Bosa.
0: This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do.